0: It's now time for Altamont Indians Basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM.
1: Hey, pleasant good evening to everyone out there and welcome in to the championship game of the 87th National Trail Conference Basketball Tournament. It is a matchup between the number one seed, Altamont Indians. They come in tonight, this one, at 18-3. And St. Anthony comes in as a three seed and a 17-8 Overall, welcome into the broadcast position. My name is Travis Sparks alongside Dominic Dators. We'll be here calling all the action tonight here on the voice of Altamira Indian Athletics, 100.5, 100. 105.5 at Jack FM, streaming online at FMRadio.com and on the FM app as well. As uh, the atmosphere in uh, the uh, building is just keep growing and uh, growing towards tip-off, we're uh, packed in here. Everybody has made their way over to uh, Altamonte Community High School this evening. And Saint say side side side, filled up, don't, many, don't see too many empty spots there. Don't see any empty spots over on the Altamont side there. So packed gymnasium for this highly anticipated matchup between Altamont and St. Anthony. How did both teams get here? Well, the number one seed, Altamont, on night number one, they beat Nioga 67-2 55. And then on Thursday in the semifinals, they beat Dietrich 59-2-48 was the final score there. As uh, Altamont got it going early as Dylan Elam had three three-pointers in the opening quarter, and they also got out to a 22-5 lead. But then Dietrich came back, they evened it up there with them, or at least in the scoring output in the second quarter at least, they were 10-10 apiece. And then Dietrich with a huge comeback in the second half, they were down by those 17 points, and they trimmed the lead all the way down to three. But unfortunately for the Maroons, that's as close as they got all night as Altamont. Put it away, and kind of been the story of the first two games. Uh, we talked to Coach Cole after the Neoga game. We talked to Coach Neighbors after Thursday's game, and the theme of it has been survive in advance, and uh, that's what they're doing uh, here, and that's how they got here to tonight's championship game. And uh, of course, Altamont, a lot of pressure coming in as uh, they're the number one overall seed, host school every year, and they're the defending champions as well. And uh, they took care of business, and. They mark every game along the way, and now they're right where they thought they would be, and that's the championship game tonight here against St. Anthony.
2: Exactly, Travis. Exactly, they they're exactly where they thought they'd be, and uh, I'm just I'm just ready. I'm just ready for this game. I'm just ready. It's a packed house, both sides. There's a few seats left, but a lot of people standing up top, standing standing in their seats.
3: I I'm feeling gonna be standing room
2: only. It is standing room only. Standing room only, There's people sitting on the bleachers. But I am a feeling there to be standing to see shortly. And, uh, if, if, you know, if you, there's still time to come on over, if you guys you know, need something to do on a Saturday night, come over to Albemont and watch a great basketball game. But I just, you know, look, looking forward you know, once St. Anthony won last night. You know, I think everybody's looking forward to this matchup. These two teams haven't played uh, so far this year. They won't play in the regular season. I think they'll... Obviously, next towards uh, towards toward the end of, end of February, I think one of the last games, one well, of the last few games of the year. I know for Almont anyway, but uh, I, just, I think everybody's just excited. I'm excited, you know. Just, I'm excited to see this packed house here at Almont. I was telling Travis earlier off air, it, you know, reminds me, you know, whenever I whenever I went to school at t Town, t Town was in the conference. You'll know, be back, packed house on championship night. Down played Stansy or Steve Straws or whoever it was. It's always a, always a packed house here. And I'm glad to see it. it's a packed house here tonight. Alabama Spirit, great team, Stansy. Even though the record, even though they've got like eight losses, you know it, they're still they're still gonna they're still gonna bring it. They're still FPM Stansy. You know, so it's it's, I, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. Both teams have played great in this tournament uh, so far, and uh, I expect nothing less here tonight.
1: Yeah, it's kind of hard not to think about when you're on the
2: championship Saturday
1: of uh, think about the top list and just how many times uh, they've been here in the championship game and how many times that they won it. They've dominated this tournament. They have 34 overall championships, and uh, they won it in their last year until they went independent in 2012. They won it, and they won it in big fashion that night as uh, they beat Dietrich on that. I know it was like by like 30 points, I want to say, that the shoes beat them, so uh, yeah, it's kind of hard not to think about them when we're here in the finals of the NTC and uh, St. Anthony. They've also had their fair share of conference tournaments as well as they're going uh, tonight for their 25th tournament championship and uh, their first since 2020, and that was uh, completing a four in a row, a 4 P. Even MJ and the Bulls didn't even do that, but uh, Coach Rinker and the Bulldogs did that a few years ago and won four in a row, and uh, they, of course, lost to Altamont last year in the championship game. On that night, how did the three-seed St. Anthony get here? Well, on Tuesday, they took care of business against St. Elmo. and won 51-45. The a rock fight early in that game, but St. Anthony took control after the first quarter. They led by three at the half, and St. Elmo-Brownstown, they landed some shots. If This was a boxing match. They they landed some glancing blows, but they never really had that haymaker. They down, were down four, and I know that they missed a couple of threes to really cut the lead to one. And maybe if a couple of those threes would have went in, maybe a different ball game on a Tuesday. But uh, St. Anthony pulled it out. And then last night it was an impressive victory over North Clay, 60-43. North Clay, just like the game of tonight, I think that it's going to be big early on. It's to manage their motions, manage the wave of momentum. One team or the other is going to get off to a quick start and have this raucous crowd behind them. And uh, the team that's going to be on the other end of that is going to have to weather that storm. And that's exactly what St. Anthony did last night. They, at North Clay, jumped out to a 14-5 lead, and the Cardinals and the Cardinal fans were up, and they were excited. And then Coach Rinker called a timeout with less than two minutes to go in the first quarter, and then it was all St. Anthony basically after that. They closed the quarter on an eight zero 0 run, and then uh, they uh, took the lead shortly after that in the opening minutes of the second quarter, and they never looked back after that. As Ryan Schmidt was impressive last night, he had three points from, or three three-pointers, and he had 25 points in the game. And uh, that's one of the guys that usually aren't in uh, the uh, leading scorer category of four out for St. Anthony. You know, it's usually uh, Fear Day or Westendorf even. Uh, but it is uh, Schmidt last night. He had 25. And Fear Day, he also had three from long range as well. And he had 15. And that's kind of what St. Anthony always does. Is that You know, when I saw him early in the beginning of the season at uh, their own turkey tournament, uh, they were still trying to find their way. They were trying to replace Craig Croy and Kyle Stewart and uh, those guys. But uh, they finally have uh, kind of found their footing here towards the season. They play a tough schedule as well, of course. They're in the F.E.M. stopless Christmas Classic with a bunch of uh, bigger schools. And they felt as the Topless in that one. They also lost a pleasant plane in that tournament as well. And uh, so, uh, saying they has eight losses on their resume, but uh, they have been playing a lot better here towards the beginning of the season, like uh, Dominic mentioned there. First matchup of the season, as they won't match up until February 14th. That's right, make your plans for Valentine's Day. St. Anthony versus Altamont. Then no love lost between the two teams, as we'll probably find out uh, tonight. But uh, that's the second-to-last regular season game, as Altamont will close it out on the road against Winsett's two straws. And then St. Anthony with their annual matchup with uh, Casey there. So really uh, looking forward to uh, this one, seeing the Bulldogs, uh, for the first time this season uh, against uh, Altman, and uh, you know these two teams always have entertaining contests, and this one uh, should be no different uh, tonight for sure.
2: Yeah, definitely tonight. This one should be no different. Like you said, Travis, for sure, uh, it's always always entertaining uh, between these two teams and whoever's playing at the championship of the N C C tournament. Uh, i I'm, like I said, I'm just looking forward looking forward to to a great game. There's you know, standing room only. Uh, there's probably a few seats left, but it's pretty much standing room only from what I can see, which is great. Great to see all the people out here support St. Anthony and Alamont. You know, Alamont's having they're having a great year. I mean, one of the one of the best years record-wise that I, I can remember in, in a long time, Travis. So it's great. It's great to see. It's great to see that for Alamont. and you know, St. Anthony. They always they always have they always have great teams. They never. Used Really seem to have a have a down year, or anything like that. You know, like you said early on in the season, they're trying to trying to find their footing and stuff. And uh, you know, they they hopefully hopefully found it. And uh, they're number three seed in this tournament. But uh, you know, no, no, nobody would be shocked if they if they won here tonight. You know, no, nobody at all. So I, mean, I do I do want to point out that uh, there's uh, at least one legendary coach in the house. Coach uh, former town coach Lawrence Carey's here. Reason I mentioned his name, he's probably here to see his grandson Cody Rinker, the coach of the yep. Bulldogs, play. He's uh, got, got the red red vest on, so uh, he changed from the blue and gold to the, the white and red, which uh, that's all, that's all right. We're grand grandson there, coach of St. Anthony. Definitely yeah. need to do that. So.
1: Yeah, Mr. Carey's always a staple at St. Anthony games, supporting Cody. Uh, they're a family affair, legendary pedigree there for Mr. Rinker there and nice to see uh, that support and uh, plenty of other uh, coaches in the house tonight and that's what's so special about this tournament yeah, is cool. that you know you got the state set up no band tonight all the players that uh, participate in this tournament that are not uh here tonight uh participating in the national championship are on the uh, stage and then you also have people right here kind of on the ends of the stands with us is uh, all the other fans from around the other teams as well and some other players as well so that's what always makes this tournament special so we're a few minutes away from the tip-off and it's going to be the championship game, 87th annual NTC basketball tournament on the boys' side. Both teams are ready to get this one going and they're going to be telling the line to get this one and the national anthem underway here momentarily. So we'll step away for that national anthem and we'll either start a lineup when we return and the tip-off on this one between Altamont and St. Anthony for the championship of the NTC and the national anthem, of course, is brought to you by Team Lee Insurance Agency. So we'll be back in a few minutes here on uh, The Voice of Alpha Indian Athletics, 100.5 and 105.5. Jack F.
0: You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
1: Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School. Championship of the ATC Boys Basketball Tournament. Start and lineup, sir, announced to the crowd. And it's first for the St. Anthony Bulldogs, so let's give you those as they're the visiting team on the scoreboard in their red jerseys with white numbers. As they are starting at number five, a Colin Westendorf. He's a six-foot junior. Number 15, a Brock Beardy. He's a 6'2 sophomore. Number 23, a Griffin Sehi. He's a 6'3 senior. Number 25, Max Caney. He's a 6'1 junior. And number 35, Michael Martelli. He's a 5'10 senior as well. Again, it's Westendorf, Beardy, Sehi caney and martelli the starting five for st anthony and again they come in at 17 and 8 overall on the season and the number three seed here in this tournament going for their 25th tournament championship here tonight let's take a look at the altamont starting a for coach neberghi and the altamont Indians. They're going to be uh, going with a, a little bit of a different look this uh, time around, but, you know, this kind of is different combination that we've seen uh, all throughout the season for Al's Mom. But uh, they're starting number two, Jared Hammer, a 5'11", senior. Number 21 is Dylan Elam, a 6'3", junior. Number 22, Avery Yardhouse, a 6'1", senior. Number 32, Logan Cornett, a 6'2", senior. And number 50, Eric Coleman, a 6'5", senior. So it's Hammer, Elam, uh, Yardhouse. Yarnhouse, Elam, Cornette, and Plumman are starting at 5-4 the Altamont Indians. And uh, they come in at 18-3 and three overall on the season, and they're going uh, for their eighth tournament championship. And uh, they are, of course, the defending champions of this conference tournament. I mentioned to Topless there in the pregame about their domination of this tournament as a whole, but since the shoes left the tournament in 2012, it's been domination by Altamont and St. Anthony. It's been some sort of fashion them in the championship game. Since then, it's been Altamont with two titles, six uh, second-place finishes, St. Anthony with those four straight titles and two second-place finishes, and then Dietrich as well won in three out of four years uh, and one second-place finish as well. So uh, Altamont and St. Anthony are no strangers to each championship game here tonight, and they're no strangers to each other because That's right, they were this matchup this time last year, but I remember Alcamon was wearing their black uniform that time around, so maybe uh, trying for uh, different mojo, different uh, juju with the uh, Alcumon white jerseys here, the black numbers, and orange shrimp. Tribal Council is uh, packed to the rafters up there, so is the dog town of uh, St. Anthony, and uh, games going on earlier today, it was, South Central taking seventh place over Nioga, 59-47. Wins two straws, won the consolation championship in comeback fashion over St. Elmo, 51-44. And North Clay won the third place game over Dietrich, 58-250. There's a comeback for uh, North Clay in that one. So who's going to be the champions? It's going to be Elam jumping it up against Sehi to start this championship game. And it's going to be St. Anthony winning the tip. And they're going to be starting left to right on your radio dial to start the game here in the championship as it's going to be Westendorf with the basketball. They get over to Sehi. Now they get it over to Caney on the left side, and they get it back in between the circles. And now Martelli with the ball, and he'll hand back off to Caney. Now they'll go over to Westendorf there. Now Martelli in between the circles. And Westendorf, a little ball fake mid-range, but then he passes back out. Shot for a three. is off no good by Fearday, and it's going to be rebounded by Altima. Hotmail running the other way, right to left. And Yarhouse gonna fire a three. It was way too long. Maybe the adrenaline juices are flowing and it was an air ball and rebounded by St. Anthony.
2: Definitely not like A.B. house
1: No, not to airball it. No. Westendorf out to Martelli. Now Martelli dribbles it and hands it off back to Westendorf in the right corner. Now I get top two at Kaney. Thought about pulling the trigger, but he gives it back over to Westendorf on the right side. Now Sahi in the right corner. And it's gonna be uh, picking up the dribble now bounce it over to Martelli. They get it over to Caney. Caney picks up his dribble out to Westendorf. He'll fire a three. It's no good. It's an air ball as well. Stanley tried to save it on pure Day, Brock pure Day saving it, and uh, he couldn't do it and so it would be Altamont basketball. So both uh teams throwing airballs here.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say both teams throwing airballs earlier. That's definitely I'm sure unlike i like, both teams, maybe just ah. a little bit nervous, I guess. I don't
1: know. Yeah, they're all hyped up. With right, hyped up,
3: yeah.
1: it be Hammer with the basketball here on the right side. started by Martelli. Now he'll hand off to Elam. Nobody's scored yet. Six point eight to go here in the opening quarter. And Elam has it up top. He spins around, puts it a little pump fake. He's in the air. No, but Coleman's there for the follow-up yes. and in. First two points for Altamont, and it's there,
2: Coleman. 2-0. Nice follow there, rebound and follow there by Coleman. He's been doing that all season. All
1: season and all tournament as well. As It's going to be Caney swinging things over to Seahe. Seahe handing off to Martelli, and now he get a screen. Is it back to Caney. Caney dribbling it in the paint, puts it up, no good, and it's rebounded by Hammer. Hammer looking to run with it. Gives it to Yarhouse in transition for three. In and out, no good. Coleman fighting for the board, and they're going to call a foul on St. Anthony, actually. It was Coleman battling with Martelli and Sadie, and they're going to get one of those two on the foul. Actually, they're going to get it on pure Day, looks like.
2: That was only at number 15, Brock Peer Day, his first, team's first.
1: So Hammer will inbound it, and they're on to the baseline. They'll get it in to Elam. Elam has it here on the right side. And now a dribble back out towards center circle. It's like... Stanton might be in a little bit of a zone here, and it's going to be a wayward pass, and it's going to be an uh, a over-and-back call on Yarnhouse. Luckily, he touched it. Otherwise, Fearday was going to have an easy layup attempt the other way, but
2: it's over-and-back call on, St- on Alchemoff. Yeah, good job there by Yarnhouse to, to touch that to prevent the easy layup. There by Fearday.
1: Turnover there by the Indians.
2: That's their first.
1: And it'll be Martelli Get over there to uh uh say he say he has it on the right side now he gives it to brock right straight on three no good and the rebound is going to be off of i think it's off of st anthony it is so it'll be Altamont basketball actually maybe maybe they changed it they did change it they originally ruled it was altamont ball but now it's going to be st anthony ball and it's going to be Brock Fierde at the top of the key. Now it's going to be Westendorf for three-pointer. No good. And it's going to be rebounded by Cornette. Five minutes to go. It's still just 2-0 Altamont. Hammer gives it over to Cornette. Cornette dribbling inside. He's underneath the basket. Puts it up. No good. And it's rebounded by Fierde. Caney gets it across half court. Now Westendorf. He drives to the hole and dishes it back out. Dangerous pass to Fierde. But it was complete. Now he gives it back off to Caney, he thought about a three, but thought better of it. Caney hands off to Martelli. Martelli now to Brock Pierde on the left side. And he gives it to Caney. And he thought about a three again, but they'll swing it around the arc to he Say now getting a three there from Caney. They're all bunched up, trying for that backdoor cut, and it's kicked off and stolen away
2: by Altamont. Fancy's first turnover of the game.
1: Hammer with the basketball. He has it at the free throw line, gives it back out to Yarhouse. 4 ten to go in the first and it's still just 2-0. Feeling each other out for Hamer drives through the hole, puts it up off the glass and in. Good Garrett
3: Hamer. Hits
1: first
5: two points. It's 4-0. Martelli the
1: other way. He traveled with it as he slid on the floor, losing his dribble, and that's gonna be a travel and a turnover back to the Indians.
2: Yeah, I just Yeah, he just he just slipped he just on the floor there. Nothing, you know, nothing really he could do there.
1: <laughs> and Earhart checked back in on that uh, dead ball. it Looks like. As it'll be Hammer having it on to the right side, over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse up top. He uh, dribbles and spins around, puts up the shot in the lane. No good, but he's going to be fouled. So Avery Yarhouse will go to the free throw line here for two.
2: Fifteen Brock Pierde his second like team, second. Brock with two quick fouls there in the first
1: quarter. And so, our house will go to the line for the first time of tonight for both schools, and it's a big one, a uh, second one on Pierde. Free throws up and good. That makes it five to nothing. Out to my three thirty-nine to go in the opening quarter. Our house will be at the line for a second attempt. Free throw up, and it's good. 2 for 2 there for Avery, and it's 6-0 out tomorrow. As it's going to be Westendorf bringing up the floor, and now will actually hand off to Stahey, and now he gets it across the timeline. Over to Caney, now gives it to Westendorf. Westendorf, left side, looking to do something with it. Think they were trying for the post, but it was denied, and Coleman's now guarding Westendorf out there. Now it's going to be a fear day. Hands over to Caney. He stops and gives it to he in the corner. He dribbles inside, puts up the runner, no good, and rebounded by Coleman. Hamer looking to run, gives it to Elam. Elam has it inside the other way. Way
3: up off and glass and in for
1: Elam. And Coach wants a timeout. It's 8-0 Altamont. That is Altamont, faithful, rises to their feet. And so we'll take a 30-second timeout as well. You're listening, Altamont needs basketball, Jack FM.
6: It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
0: You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
1: What a start up by Altamont as they come out firing 8 nothing lead here in the early going. And Coach Rinker took that timeout. And that's kind of what he did last night against North Clay. And then St. Anthony settled down and they got things going. So we'll see how it all works out here tonight. And they'll get it over to a Caney, and also Ryan Schmidt just checked into the game, and he has the ball at the top of the circle. He had 25 points last night in the win over North Bay. Wessendorf, he has it, picks it up at the free throw line. He looks to get it off. He gives it off to a Caney. Caney drives to the hole, and he gives it off to a Schmidt in the corner. Schmidt now will drive baseline, and they're going to say he steps on the line. That'll be a turnover back to the Indians.
2: Fancy's third turnover of the game here in the early
1: going. 2-33 here to in the opening quarter. 8-0 Alphamon. He could push it to double digits here. Hammer will slowly walk it across the timeline, and Caden Miller returns to the game or in the, first, in the game for the first time. Is over to Earhart. Earhart has it on the right side. Now he picks it up, and he takes the handoff, goes over to Caden Miller. Caden Miller for three. No good. And a battle for the rebound goes to Ryan Schmidt for the Bulldogs. They're running the other way. It's going to be a three-pointer there for Caney. Short, no good. And it's rebounded by Kaden Miller. Garhouse looking to run with it the other way, and it's going to be
2: a blocking foul.
1: Blocking foul on
2: St. Anthony, and the Bulldogs
1: fans don't like it.
2: No, they don't.
1: Bang, bang play.
2: It was, it was a bang, bang play. on number 25, Max Caney, his first, team third.
1: I have seen the charges called that way, though, so... Yeah. Garhouse will take a seat. Cornette returns. And Elam also was in there on the quarter break as well. And it'll be, uh, I don't know what we're waiting on here as we're going to wipe up some perspiration on the floor. Coach Lurkin's down there getting some towel work and Hammer as well went over to grab a towel as well. And now we're back, and now we're good. We're playing surfaces safe to play on. So we're play on. Hammer we'll get it in on the baseline. It's a cornet. are going over to Elam. Elam mid-range jumper. It's good. Second basket for Elam, and it's ten nothing out A minute fifty to go here in the opening quarter. Martelli gives over to Stacey. Stacey free throw line jumper. Is off no good, still nothing to fall, but it is going to be rebounded there by Fear Day. or no, that's Caney. And it's going to be a reaching foul on Altamont.
2: I was looking for that, his first
1: team's first. So St. Anthony will inbound underneath their own basket. That's Wessendorf who's going to be the one taking it out. Wessendorf looking to get it in, a little bit of a high pass, but completes to Martelli. Martelli now over to Sehi on the right side. A minute 30 to go. Seahe St. Anthony still with a goose egg on the scoreboard. And it's going to be Stahy over to Martelli on the left side. He'll dribble inside. Now it's going to be Westendorf. A little pump fake. Goes inside. Off the glass. And finally one fall for the Bulldogs. And it's 10 to 2. Maybe that can get The Bulldogs going. Maybe. Minute. Coming up on a minute to go in the opening quarter. Hammer. Has on the perimeter over to Elam. Elam in between the circles. Directing traffic, goes and dribbles to his left. Doesn't get the backdoor cut. Now over to Earhart. He'll dribble, and it's going to be off of Earhart, and so it'll be a turnover to the Bulldogs. I'll, dribbled I'll off take. his foot there. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so Earhart will take a seat, and the R-House returns. And so with 53 seconds in and counting in the first quarter, Martelli will bring it up for the Bulldogs. And Wessendorf will get it over to Sehi. They get it back to Wessendorf, left side. He'll cross over and dribble inside, and he will be fouled on the shot attempt. So Colin Westendorf will go to the line.
2: 22, ABR House, his first team second.
1: And so Colin Westendorf will go to the free throw line again for the first time tonight. Free throw is no good. Still 10-2 with 42 seconds left. Coleman comes back in and Caden Miller checks out. So Colin Westendorf. Second free throw out of the way and good. One for two there for Westendorf. He's got all three points for St. Anthony. It's 10 to 3 little full-court pressure applied by St. Anthony, and Elam breaks it, but here comes the trap. Once they get across half-court, Elam somehow finds Hammer, and Hammer now will dribble inside, and he gives it back out to Elam. Elam dribbles inside in traffic, and there might have been a kicked ball, but we play on as Cornette will have it on the right side. 17 seconds left. Elam with the ball on the right side. Now I back it back out more towards the timeline. Ten seconds to go. Downtown, trying to throw out the barn off yard house. Yardhouse, six seconds left. Yardhouse, house, down low. Two Coleman, and he can handle it, and it'll be out of bounds to St. Anthony with one point six left.
2: It like might have just you know bounce bounce off the side. Coleman just to bounce right over his shoulder.
1: They about to caney caney half court shot. No good. Left it short. So do it. After one quarter of play, it's Altman ten, St. Anthony three. We'll be back in one minute. We're listening now to my Indians basketball
7: and Jack S.M. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique. And our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local country financial representative Nick Patton today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like.
8: Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag Range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 and on North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
0: You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
1: Welcome back in uh, to uh, the championship game of the 87th annual National Trail Conference basketball tournament. And Altamont has
2: the lead at 10-2-3. A
1: a not a football
2: score, folks. No. Neither, neither of these schools have football. So.
1: No, they do not. So Eli Miller will come in in to the, uh, the start of the second quarter. And he'll dump it down low to Coleman. He'll throw it in the corner to Hamer. And I'll swing things over to Cornette. Take handoff, and it's going to be a, a, a turnover. Throw it away into the corner, trying to hit Eli there, and will turn it over back to the Bulldogs.
2: Right past Eli Miller. He tried to tap it, but uh, to no avail. Third turnover for Alcimov. Both teams a free turnover.
1: Yeah, Eli's been good in this tournament. And it's going to be He out the free throw line. Tried to get free to Martelli. Shot for three in the corner, short, and rebounded by Eli Miller. Eli. Dribbles across half court. Indians looking to run. And Eli is over to Coleman. Coleman here on the baseline. He'll drive baseline. He'll put it up. Blocked from behind by Sayhe. And there's going to be a foul. And so Eric Coleman will go to the line to shoot
2: two. Foul on Griffin. Sayhe, his first team's fourth. Eric Coleman's to the line.
1: Coleman goes to the line. First time tonight for him. Coleman, free throw, is good. 11-3, Altamont with the lead. Coleman's second free throw, on the way, up in it's back, no good, and he finally gets the rebound, and it's going to be an offensive foul. Lowered his head a little bit, and a Chaney, or a Schmidt, drew the offensive foul there.
2: Fouls on Eric Coleman, his first Third, yeah, he did lower his head in there just a little bit and just
1: ran right into. Yeah, he didn't get that on a smaller guy.
2: Yeah, definitely. Officials
1: will call that. So, maybe yeah. Martelli getting across the timeline. May have got away with a carry. That's what the bench was uh, clamoring for. And Schmidt makes a jumper from mid-range. So Ryan Schmidt is on the board, It's 11 to five. Six forty-five to go here in the second. Hammer, floater in the lane, can't get it to fall, tip out, goes to Coleman. Coleman, let's just someone to pass through to Cornette. Cornette, shot for three, short. And the rebound goes to Eli Miller. Third chance for Altman now. Yardhouse, three-pointer, yes! Three-pointer for Avery. His first three of
2: the night. 14-5. Yardhouse doing what he does best. Schmidt out to
1: Wessendorf. Wessendorf dribbles at the free throw line. Backdoor cut to Sehi. Stahey is met by Cornet and Coleman, and they pass out of it. Now it's going to be Schmidt driving and blocked by Coleman. And Hammer looking to run. Yardhouse over to Miller in the corner. With a little pump fake and had it taken away from him. Martelli saves it, and it's going to go to Cornet. Tried to save it. He does. And it's going to be Altamont basketball after that. Wow, what, a, what an effort. What an
2: effort by both teams there. Altamont.
1: Great possession. And Hammer will get it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse dribbling in up top. Now over to Eli. Eli will dribble, and now back it back out. And Eli Miller will dribble, and he'll get it off to Cornette. Cornette, good effort to keep it alive. Puts up the spinner on Jumper. No, Cormo's with follow
8: is off under good.
1: He's fighting for the rebound, and it's going to be off of him. So it's going to be St. Anthony basketball. And it looks like uh, Ruhal checked out on that last one as he came in. And, and Kaney returned there on that one. Also, uh, uh, Elam is back for the Indians. And Kata Miller checks in as well. So it's Martelli bringing the ball across the timeline. A 4.20 to go in the second quarter. 14 to 5. Kaney hands off to Sahih. Now over to Martelli. Shot for a three in the corner. It's off. No good. And rebounded by Kata Miller. Had it almost taken away from behind there by Schmidt, but he gives it to Hammer. Hammer over to Elam. Elam's open for three in the corner. No good. And it's going to be rebounded by Sehi. but it's going to be Tim Miller's fighting for the rebound. And they're going call a foul, I think, reaching in, or they may have just said that Altamont touched it when he was out of bounds. So it'll be a St. Anthony ball. Martelli will get it across the timeline. Still 14-5 here. Alcumont with the lead. It's going to be Schmidt. Dribbling it over to Martelli. Now to Sehe. Sehe picks it up. It's for someone to pass to. Finds Martelli. They hit Caney. Caney had it knocked away and it's going to be stolen away. Turnover there. Into the hands of Kaden Miller. Cameron gets it across the timeline. Over to Eli Miller. Eli dribbles inside, gives it back out to Elam. Elam wants a little pump fake, and he dribbles it. Gets a man in the air, turnaround jumper. In and out, no good. Staten Miller trying for the follow, but Stay with the rebound. St. Anthony quickly ups the floor. Weston North the other way. Can't get the layup
3: to fall again.
1: Tough night for St. Anthony offensively. Rebounded by Hammer. And outside on the front court. Now they get it back to Hammer. Hammer gets two guys to go. And it's going to be up and good for Jared Hammer. Two
2: guys fit on the shot. And Coach Rieker wants another timeout. Alabama fans are on their feet. 16-5 to
1: 5 lead. They feel good. 16-5, to 5, 3.56 to go, and we'll be back in 30 seconds as well. You're listening now to Bionians basketball, Jack FN.
3: George, George, what's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's, Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George.
0: This winter, make sure you're well-stocked
8: with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero.
0: Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
1: Back in uh, to uh, the championship game of the NTC tournament. A trigger call at another timeout there. And let's see if St. Anthony responds. Brock Firde back in, and he has the basketball. He's uh, spinning around trying to do something with it. And gives it off to Westendorf. Now to Schmidt. Schmidt looking to drive. He'll hand off to Sehi. Sehi, nothing there. And right over to Schmidt. Jumper in the corner. No good. Rebounded by Kaden Miller. Altman Running With the ball, nothing falling for St. Anthony so far.
2: No, it's not.
1: Elam, backdoor cut to Yarhouse. Yarhouse underneath the basket, hammers wide open for three in the corner. Can't get it to fall and rebounded by Wessendorf. Wessendorf hitting Stehe the other way. Puts up the shot, no good. There's going to be a foul. And uh, so Griffin Stehe will go to the free throw line here for a couple of shots.
2: I was on
1: Kaden Miller, his first team sport, and so uh, Sei will be at the line shooting two first time tonight. Up and it's good, his first two points, Our first point makes it sixteen to six. And Sei second free throw is up and it's no good, and rebounded by Kaden Miller. So one for two there for Sei. It's a 10-point game, though. Earhart came in for the Indians on that last timeout. Hammer, cross court to Elam. Elam will drive, and now he'll back it back out as progress was stopped there by Caney. 2.40 to go in the first half. Elam gives it to Earhart. Earhart back out to Elam. Elam with a little pump fake, and now he dribbles inside, and he's in trouble. Gives off to Hammer. Over to the RL shot for a three. In and out. No good. And the long tip goes to Caney for St. Anthony. He tried for the step-back jumper. Instead gets the trailer, Westendorf. And it's going to be a travel. And so it's going to be a turnover back to the Indians as Westendorf traveled with it in transition.
2: St. Anthony's fifth turnover.
1: And a Jared Hammer will take a seat. Dylan Elam will check in. And Coach Niebuhr wants a timeout. And so it's sixteen to six, two twenty-one to go in the first half, and uh, we'll take a timeout as well. Way we'll back in thirty seconds, you're listening uh, to the NTC Championship game here on
8: a Jack FM. Cook what you want, when you want it, with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry, delicious baked goods with the help of convection, and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
0: Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 1055 and 100.5 Jack FM.
1: Welcome back in here at Althamon Community High School. It's the 87th annual National Trail Conference Championship game. And it is Althamon with a double-digit lead, 16-6. to Coach Nieberg called that timeout right there to just kind of give everyone a breather. and We're working hard on the defensive end. And St. Anthony hasn't had very many open looks. And open looks they uh, do have, they just aren't falling. No, they're not. So Altman flexing their defensive muscles here tonight. So far, definitely. Yarhouse picks it up. He's double teamed, and it's going to be a turnover right into the hands of Schmidt. Schmidt walks it on the way up, so it's a turnover right back. Elam, spin around, up shot is no good, but he's going to be fouled. So it's going to be Dylan Elam shooting some free throws
3: here.
2: I was going to call him door, number five, his first
1: team fifth. So Dylan Elam will go to the free throw line and shoot two first time tonight for him. Free throws up and it's no good. Eric Coleman coming in and Jared Hamer also returns as well. Kaden Miller and Earhart will check out. So Elam will get a second opportunity. Missed that first one. Altman has the lead by ten. 16-6. Just under two minutes to go here in the first half. Elam's free throw up and it's good. One for two there for Elam. He's got five points and it's 17-6. He's three for four from the free throw line tonight so far. And he'll get it over to Fearday. Fearday has that on the right side. And Fearday gives up top two. Say he straight on three. No good. And it's going to be a loose ball foul. And it's going to go on St. Anthony. That was on number 31,
2: Ryan Smith, his first team six. I was incorrect there. That was the only first stretch of the line. And I put the stat on uh, the wrong line there. That's I all right. Me. That's all right. It happened. Kenny uh,
1: will take a seat and uh, Martelli will come back in. So with a minute forty to go, Altman with the ball, eleven point edge on the scoreboard. Hamer walks it across the timeline, and he gets over there to Elam. Elam will hand off to Yarhouse, saying he's going to be uh, reached in there, and they're going to call a foul there on Westendorf. He was trying to tie up Yarhouse.
2: Yeah, um, uh, it's going to be a foul. going to be a second. Westendorf well, second, yes. Team seventh, so. Going to one and one. Yeah, bonus here. One and one bonus for Avery. Two for two
1: tonight. And so uh, your house at the line. Uh, first one is up and it's good. So he'll shoot another one. And it's eighteen to six. I might has doubled him up here in the first half. And so your house at the line, a first, second one, up, and it's also good. Two for two there for Avery. That's seven points, and it's 19-6. to six. A no, minute
2: this is correct. He's four for four from the line tonight.
1: Yeah, he is. A minute 20 to go in the first half. It's going to be Sehi swinging things over to Schmidt. Now they find Martelli in the left corner. Now back over to Sehi on the wing. Now to Westendorf at the top of the circle. carries to go by and just gets it off to Martelli. Fires over there. Shot 4-3 by Kaney. It's off. New good. But rebounded by Westendorf. Westendorf puts up the shot in the lane. Can't get that one to fall either. And there's going to be a battle for the loose ball. And it's going to go on Altmai. I think the foul.
2: And it will. Fouls on Logan Cornette. His second team number
1: five. So 56.9 left. Still St. Anthony basketball. Carnett will take a seat with those two fouls, and Eli Miller will come in, and Nick Ruhal also will return on the floor for the Bulldogs. And Westendorf will be the one setting down with his two fouls as well. It's going to be Ruhal getting it in to Caney. Caney over to Martelli, Martelli fires it over to Schmidt, Schmidt with that at the top of the key. Now over to Martelli, Martelli picks it up here, looking for someone to pass to. He gets off to Schmidt, Schmidt looking to drive. And it's going to be blocked by Miller, but they're going to call a foul on Eli. He's right there with him. Maybe a little bit too much body contact, but it's going to be
2: two free throws for Ryan Schmidt. Miller's first team six.
3: And
1: so he'll go to line for the first time tonight for him. Schmidt is good. 19-7, Altamire with the lead of 41.1 left. And a Schmidt. Second free throw. Up, and it's also good. Two for two there for Brian Schmidt. And it's 19-8. Near a turnover there, but Altamire into the front court now. Hamer has it on the baseline. Out to Elam for three. It's off to the left, and it's going to be rebounded there by Schmidt. 30 seconds left. Martelli gets it over there to Stahey. Pump fakes, and he still keeps the dribble alive. And hands off to Stahey. Now back to Stahey for three. Good. First three for Stahey. And it's 19-11. Ten seconds left. Hamer with the ball here in the front court. Hands off to Eli Miller. He's a shoot-a-three. No good. That's it short. Ruha with the ball, and he'll fire over to Martelli. And that's going to be no good. He left it short. Don't know if it would have counted anyway. And that'll do it. So after one half of play, it's Altamont 19, St. Anthony 11, in the championship game of the 87th National Trail Conference basketball tournament. And with that, we'll take a break, and we'll get the first half stats, and we'll try to track down some other scores from around the area as well and we'll get update uh, what happened earlier in the tournament as well so we will be back here in a few moments for the halftime report 1911 Alpha in the lead and so you're listening to the uh, ncc championship game here on jack fn cold and
5: flu season is here Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you, too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, Go Indians!
9: Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont in Effingham to see a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator post in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
6: It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
7: At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative Nick Patton today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like
3: George George what's wrong George the Mountain Dew Marjorie it's Marjorie it's gone it's gone I tell you oh George wait Marjorie what's that there why that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero George mm. oh Marjorie Oh Marjorie, I feel alive again!
0: Oh George! This winter, make sure you're well stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. Welcome into the halftime report for Altamont Indians basketball.
1: Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School and the 87th Annual National Trail Conference Basketball Tournament Championship Game, and they're just awarding all the uh, scholarships to uh, the uh, students of all the participating teams in the conference, as they do every year at halftime of the uh, championship game, as two students were nominated by both the schools to receive these scholarships uh, to further their education. So uh, that's what they're taking care of, business there on the floor right now, and into the locker room here at the half it is the Altamont in the lead, 19-11 a a a over the St. Anthony Bulldogs here in the championship game. As so far, Altamont, the defending champions, are holding serve, and uh, this game, kind of the first couple minutes, nobody scored, but then finally Altamont got on the board, and they scored the first 10 points of the game as it was 10 nothing, And St. Uh, Anthony, uh, they've had a lot of uh, tough looks, and uh, they can't get anything to go down so far. They did do a lot better job in that second quarter, though, and Altamont, uh kind of – their offense kind of bogged down in the second quarter as well a little bit, and uh, that's where we are, 19-11 uh, here at the half. But ultimately, Alcimont ahead on the scoreboard.
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I did outscore score It was only nine days, so yeah, Sanfee did play. did play better, shots still – Still weren't falling very well but yeah offense did uh did kind of bog down and uh yeah that's so where we're at 19, 19, 19 11 house and uh you know i would think i would think uh this uh shooting night is definitely unlike unlike the season so i would i would think they would start to start to shoot better in the, in the second half we'll see we'll see what happens here and i'm sure Coach, will, coach Devery will coach will have his team playing playing better better defense, and I'm sure they'll be making making their shots as well come come the second half. and 1911 is not a not usually a halftime score you see often, but uh, the Anthony shots just aren't just aren't falling, and uh, Almonte playing some great defense so far.
3: Then
1: what? Uh,
2: it's happening the other night against North Clay. North Clay
1: got to a hot start, and then Coach Rinker called that timeout, and Coach Rinker's already used up his 32nd timeout there in the first half, and, uh, you know, Anthony just hasn't responded like they did the other night against North Clay, and uh, so uh, Altamont are playing some uh, good defense and uh, tough sledding for the Bulldogs offensively here, and also another thing that, wow, this uh, scholarship uh, ceremony is going on here. This kind of feels like almost a Super Bowl halftime showage, as uh, you know, the clock hasn't even started uh, yet. And uh, this was an extra like 15 minutes. Uh, it's usually like 10 minutes on the clock. I know five minutes isn't really that big of a huge deal. No. Um, it kind of feels with the atmosphere as well. Like you have a little bit more time to think about it in the locker room, and it could be a uh, you know a good thing or a bad thing for uh, both squads. Yeah. No, you're right. Differently.
2: You're right. Yeah. You know, right. it could be, it could be a good thing or a bad thing. You know, you think it'd be a good team. A little, will a extra time in the, in the lock, uh, locker room, but, uh, we'll see, we'll see how both teams respond. And, um, you know, I just look, I look forward to it. Be, it's been a great game so far. i only up, only up by eight and, uh, I expect a great, great game in the, uh, in the second half as well from, from both teams and hopefully Sanson can get some more some more shots to fall and uh, yeah I don't know if this extended the halftime yeah we'll see how see how both both teams respond and uh, I, I don't know if the you know the players may like it or may not like it, it depends on a lot, how how hard the coach is being on them I guess. So we'll see we'll see how to respond in the second half.
1: And uh, we'll see if uh, Altman can uh, hold on here, or if uh, as a comeback at Bruin in the locker room uh, for uh, St. Anthony, you know, traditionally, they uh, won't go quietly into the night, uh, that's for sure. I know about uh, the powerhouse that uh, St. Anthony is, so I'll see what kind of adjustments uh, they can make in the locker room uh, here at halftime of the uh, championship game, and, uh, you know, just I talked about, uh, just the, uh, emotional start as Altman has done a better job at that. And it's just that they were right in the wave of momentum and they rode the wave and St. Anthony hasn't uh, got back like they did uh, the other night uh, against North Clay. So uh, we'll see what kind of adjustments are made by St. Anthony and we'll see what Altman draws up uh, here in the second half as well. Let's give you some uh, updated scores uh, from uh, the uh, tournament earlier on uh, today. As the day started in the 7th place game out in South Central, they defeated Nioga 59-47 to take home 7th place. Went to two straws, and uh, they defeated St. Elmo-Brownstown in the consolation championship 51-44. It was a fourth-quarter comeback there by the Hatchets to uh, pull that one out. And then it was the uh, North Clay Cardinals taking home third place as they defeated Dietrich 58 to uh, 50. There the second-half comeback by a North Clay there. So um, that was what happened earlier. So seventh place went to South Central, Constellation Championship with Windsor, and North Clay takes home uh, third place. And just got a little bit uh, to go here in halftime, and we got a little bit to go to decide who the champion is uh, going to be uh, for this season. And we'll see if – Altamonte can uh, say if they have anything to say about it. They will say, well, that trophy that's been on display here at Altamonte as you walk in the doors of the school, that's not going anywhere. And uh, we we'll see if St. Anthony will want to take it back home. So uh, drum lines out there performing, and both teams are back out on the floor, and uh, they're getting ready uh, for a shoot-around to uh, start uh, the second half here shortly. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. And then we'll be back to uh, get uh, Dominic's first half stats here. So uh, we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Althamai Indian Basketball here on Jack Vince.
6: We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Payner, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians.
4: You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at pecaninsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217 342 3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
0: Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 1055 and 100.5 Jack FM.
1: Welcome back in here to Altamont Community High School championship game. Here at the half, it's 19 to 11. Turn things over to Dominic for the uh, first half set. So take it away, Dom.
2: All right, first for Altamont, you have Jared Hammer. He was two for three from the field, open one from the three point line. He's got uh, he's got four points. Uh, Eli Miller is open or excuse me, open one from the three point line. Dylan Elam is two for five from the field and open two. From three-point range and one for two from the free throw line, for five points. Maybe Yarhouse over one from the field and one for four from three-point range, and he's four for four from the free throw line with seven points. Oak Cornett over two from the field and for one from three-point range, and Eric Coleman is one for two uh, from the field and one for two from the free throw line. Tyron Earhart has played with not four, and Kate Miller is over one the three-point line for uh, Alcumont's 19 points. For FM St. Anthony, Michael Martelli is 0 for 1 from the field and 0 for 1 from three-point range. Griffin Say, he's 0 for 3 from the field. He's 1 for 1 from three-point range and 1 for 2 from the free-throw line. Max gets 1 for 2 from the field and 0 for 3 from the three-point range. Dick Ruhall is 0 for 1 from three-point range. Colin Mutzon 0 for 2 from the field and 0 for two from the three-point line. here today is open two from the three-point range. And this is Ryan Smith, he's one for one from the field and two for two from the free-throw line. For Santhi, he's 11 points as Alamont's famous drum line finishes up and just does another outstanding job as the half lines down and Alamont go down the court along with Santhi as they get ready to start the second half here.
1: Now, one thing I wanted to mention in the Lincoln Prairie Conference tournament, it was Cumberland getting the win over Sarah Gordo. Double overtime, 70-61 to over on WCRA earlier today. And I saw that Ocow Valley was leading over Decatur LSA at the half, and LSA is undefeated. So we'll see what happens there in the championship, and we'll see what happens here at the NTC championship. we will start off with the basketball, and they'll immediately start off with an in one as it'll be... Two points for Brock Bearday, and he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. That's a big foul. It is. Logan Cornett, third, first of the half. So immediately, Eli Miller has to jump up, but he can't check in yet. Sehe gets down the rebound, and goes to Martelli. Martelli over to uh, Saheed Now it's going to be a, a pass to Brock Bearday down low. No good. Gets his own rebound back, though. Double teamed, and it's going to be put up anyways. Up and in for Fairday, and he gets another basket. It's 19 to 15. Okay. Anthony on the comeback trail as the Bulldogs faithful rise to their feet. Finally, got something to cheer about. I
2: know, right? Brock Fairday, four quick points there.
1: Yeah. So, St. Anthony coming out of the locker room strong.
2: Yes, they are.
1: Elam with the basketball. as out the Go left to right on your radio dial. We'll start this second half. Hamer with the basketball. He slips on the floor. And he's going to have to have some help, and he's going to be tied up, and it's going to be a jump ball. alternate possession here will keep the hero out Altamont, though. Could have been called for a travel as well, but I'm finally going to get Cornette taking a seat with those three fouls, and Eli Miller off to check in. So it'll be Hammer getting it in underneath the basket. Gets it into Elam. Elam was a fake, and now he's on the baseline in a little bit of a trouble. Kicks it back out to Hammer. On the left wing, now Hamer dribbles inside, trying to look for that backdoor cut by uh, Miller, and he threads the needle to him, gives it back to Hamer. Hamer puts it up, and it's no good, but he is going to be fouled. So Jared Hamer will go to the free throw line here for two. Fouls on number
3: 35,
2: Michael Martelli, his first, he's first of the half.
1: And so Hammer will be at the line and a free throw in and out. No good. Did a good job in the first half, but starting off 0 for 1 in the second as a team. Hammer's the second one on the way. It's good. It's a 1 for 2 there. Hammer's got 5 and it's 20 to 15. It's a 5-point lead. As a Caney has the basketball at the volleyball line over to Martelli on to the right side. Martelli getting over to uh, Sehi. it Back up top to uh, Caney. They'll swing it over to Martelli. Now Westendorf. On the... Uh, now he goes in the post. Put up a little shot. No good. And it's going to be a, uh, out of bounds. It's going to go to Altamont. And so it'll be Altamont basketball. And I thought it'll be Hammer getting across the timeline. And Elam gets it over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse dribbles inside. Now back out to Elam at the top of the key. And Elam has that on the right side. Elam looks to do something with it. And he dribbles in and now hand off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse with a little fake and now back out to Elam. And Elam holding on to it here at the volleyball line. Trying to Go up against Seahy, and Elam drives. puts up the layup. it's good. Dylan Elam. And it's
2: 22-15. Dylan Elam's seventh
1: point of the night. Going to be uh, going over to Westendorf. Now they'll swing it over here to Caney for three. Can't get that one to fall, and rebounded by Elam.
2: Anthony yeah, still don't have much success from the three-point range. Tonight. Yeah, I can only
1: remember one
2: tonight so far
1: for St. Anthony.
3: Yeah,
1: And Elam has it Gets a screen there by Yarhouse And now Elam dribbles Gives off to Eli Miller on the back door Now Eli trying to dribble around Puts up the shot in the paint Back iron and a fall Took a bounce high off the back Of the rim and it fell down Eli's first two points, it's 24-15 That's going to be a wayward pass Stolen away by Hamer And Hamer The other way, gives it off to Elam for three No, yes Wow.
3: Hit the front of the rim,
1: and then it passed over and in. Three-pointer there for Dylan Elam. He's in a double-figure. On their, on their 27-15, and the crowd obliges. Marcelli over. West In and out, no good. A tip-out. Coleman in into the arms of your house. Throws up to Hammer. Way up. Good. Ah! And the foul. Count it and One for Jared Hammer. I think the rooster lost this place. Jared, <laughs> it's been before; it will now. Right. As Hammer, the other way in transition, is gonna go to the line uh, for the old-fashioned three-point
2: play. That is on number thirty-five, Michael Martelli, his second, team second.
1: Coleman will take his
2: seed, and Earhart will check in.
1: As now it's twenty-nine to fifteen, Altamont. Hamer with the free throw up and good. 30 to 15 now, 15-point 15 lead. And it'll be a Westendorf. Getting over to Schmidt, who checked in. Now over to a Fearday. A working over Hamer. Fierday over to a Westendorf in the corner. Now they dribble back inside. And had it knocked away by Yarhouse. It's stolen away. Yarhouse looking to run with it. And he has over to Earhart. Earhart underneath, and they're going to call an offensive foul on Earhart. And that's dished it out there on the arc, and they're going to call an offensive foul on Earhart.
2: And Earhart's first. Team second.
1: And so it'll give the ball back to uh, St. Anthony. 3.55 to go here in the third. It's a 15-point lead for the Indians. Fierde, Day. Swing it over to Westendorf. Westendorf up top to Saye. Now swing it to Caney. Now to Brock Fierde, Day. Mid-range jumper on the baseline. No good. Rebounded by Yardhouse, but immediately taken away by Westendorf. Westendorf puts it up. It's good. Contested jumper there for Westendorf. And Coach Rinker wants a timeout. So it's 30-17. to And 3.35 to go. And uh, we'll take a 30-second timeout. And you're listening out by Indians Basketball and the NCC Championship here on Jack FM.
4: You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products, or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
0: This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM.
1: Welcome back in uh, to Altamont Community High School. Here the championship game on this Saturday night, it's Altamont in the lead 30-17 over the St. Anthony Bulldogs. And Decatum Miller will return for Altman and Elam will check back in as well. Off the timeout by Coach Rinker. And it's going to be inbounded to Hammer. Hammer quickly pushing the pace up the floor down to Yarhouse for three. Can't get it to fall. And it's rebounded by Westendorf. Westendorf looking to run the other way. He'll stop and now spin and get it over to Schmidt. Schmidt has it here on the right side. Now they'll get it to... Westendorf, Westendorf drives in the paint, and he's going to be whacked and a foul. So, Colin Westendorf will go to the free throw line here. Two players in the area. We'll see who it's on. Four out On
2: Airheart. Yep, Earhart is second,
1: team third. And uh, so, Colin Westendorf will go back to the line for the second time for him tonight. Free throw is Good. 30 to 18. And Yarhouse will take a seat. And Cornette will check back in. Coleman.
2: Now we'll get in for Earhart. I mentioned early, earlier, Santee's both uh, shooting shoot from three-point range. They're one for 12 tonight. from wow. wow. Just not falling for the three. No, they're
1: not. And Westendorf will go to the line for a second attempt. And it's also good. The super two, two there for Westendorf. And it makes it 30 to 19 with coming up about three minutes to go in the game. Or go in the third, I should say. It over to Elam. Elam trying for that backdoor cut, but it was denied. And now I get over to Coleman. Coleman with a pump fake at the free throw line. Goes inside. Puts it up. Got it. Tumble Basket and the foul
2: for Jerry Coleman. Coleman. Doing what he does best, driving the lane, putting it up and in. A oh, little pump fake, too, showing off some news. Yeah, moves.
3: definitely.
2: <laughs> so that makes it
1: 32-19. to 19 and Eric Scott,
2: on Ryan Schmidt, his second.
1: Another one coming, and it's good. And one free throw is good. And so it's 33-19. to 19. Altamont with the advantage, 250 to go here in the third. And it's going to be Seahe. With the ball, and they will have it at the top in between the circles over to Schmidt. Let's get it over to Koenig on the right side. Now to Westendorf. He'll fire a three. No good. Still can't fall for the Bulldogs. Outlet pass. Eland to Cornett. Up here. block, but he's going to be fouled. So, Logan Cornett will go to the free throw line here for two.
2: 25. Max Koenig. His second, two, four. Logan
1: Cornell steps to the line, searching for his first points tonight. And Logan, free throw up
3: is
1: good. Take a couple of bounces and it fell down. Thirty-four to nineteen. Out the mile with the lead. Two twenty-seven to go in the third. Cornette, the second free throw on the way. Up, and it's good. Two for two there for Cornette. He's in the scoring column. 35-19, Altamont with the advantage. They have the 16-point lead. As it's going to be Seahe getting over there to uh, Caney. Caney drives. it off to uh, Schmidt. a Schmidt, little pump fake. He goes with the runner. No good. And rebounded by Coleman. Had it taken away by Schmidt. And he can't save it. And so sort of out of bounds, Altamont. It's crashing into the black seats there. Yes, he was. Everybody's all right, though. Yep. And so it'll be Altamont with the ball coming up on two minutes to go in the
3: third.
1: 16-point lead for Altamont. Hammer. Look at a screen there from Coleman over to a Kata Miller. Kata Miller over to a Coleman. A Coleman. Trying to back down his man out to Akita Miller. He'll drive inside now. Spin around. Puts up the shot. It's good. Two points for Akita Miller. His first bucket. 37-19. 18-point lead for Alcimov. I didn't see that coming. No. I don't think anyone did. I don't think so either. And the crowd gets back into it again. And it'll be backdoor cut to Caney, And he's going to be fouled as he was uh, driving the baseline. And so... Max Caney will go to the free-throw line here
2: for two. That was on Eric Coleman, his second. Teams four. And so, see
1: what on Coleman. As we pipe up the uh, perspiration. we have ball boys, and we have uh, water boys for the officials, but I'm on. You need to get it with it with the towels. I can't. <laughs> It'll be. Coach, uh, Coach Lurkin working over. Telling him. The telling him. Caney free throw. No good, but he will get another one as it was a shooting foul. Eli Miller will come in for Elam, and Garhouse will return, and Hammer will check out. Minute 30-0 here in the third. It's 18-point lead. Free throw is good. One for two there for Max Keating his first points, and it's 37 to 20. 17-point lead. Eli Miller tiptoes the sideline over there, and they're going to call a foul on. Well, Coach Devery is not happy about it, so it must be on Elkma. He's away from the basketball, and they say it was on Coleman.
3: Hmm.
1: There comes third, he's fifth. That foul is significant for the Indians and Eric will have to take a seat. And Earhart will return. Elam also comes back in and subs for St. Anthony. Caney went out and Martelli's
2: back in. Both McCornett and Eric both have three fouls throughout the line. Yeah,
1: so uh, we'll have to watch that foul situation. Right. So Swing it over here in the perimeter to Schmidt. Schmidt with the runner. No good. Reprosperities with the follow. His shot blocked by Kaden Miller and he also got the rebound as well. A minute to go here in the third. Elam with a screen by Kata Miller. Elam with it, drives, and puts up the shot. No, but he is going to be fouled, and it's a blocking foul. So Elam will go back to the free throw line here. So Schmidt will join the three foul party. Elam's free throw up and it's no good. Left it short.
2: Yeah, Ryan right, Smith's third, team's fifth for St. Anthony.
1: 37-2, a 20. 57.5 left. And it'll be Elam with the uh, second free throw. Up and it's also no good, but he is going to get his own rebound though. And Alphamont will reset. Over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse drives, and now he picks it up, and back out over to Earhart. Is it to Eli Miller? Eli will drive. He stops in the paint. And over to Elam for three. No good. And the rebound will go to Schmidt for St. Anthony with 40 seconds left. Martelli quickly into the front court. Gives it in the corner to Westendorf with a little pump fake. Now a handoff to Brock. Herday layup is good. Brock was wide open down there, down low. And it's 37-22, 25 seconds left in the third. Elam with it. Gives over to Akita Miller. Caden eyes the defense. And he hands off to Yarhouse with 17 seconds left. Which where he just wants one shot. Now Elam. Over to Akita Miller with 10 seconds left. Now Elam with seven. On the right side over to Yarhouse. Hand off to Elam. Elam with a pump fake in the jumper. No good. Every by Schmidt. Schmidt can't get the shot away. And uh, that'll do it. That'll do it for three quarters. As Kaden uh, Miller got his arm in there and uh, could have called a foul there, but officials hey, let, it yeah, it let it go. Yeah, he did, let it go. got to be up. Out three, 37-22, Alpine in the lead. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Alpine and Basketball on Jack this.
6: It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
9: Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont in Effingham to see a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator posts in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
0: We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM.
1: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Start of the fourth quarter. Trabble council's jumping, and Altamont faithful are feeling good as they have the 37-22 lead. i scored score them 18-11 there in that third quarter for St. Anthony, so we'll see what the fourth quarter brings and see if St. Anthony can draw up a comeback here turn turnaround jumper to start it. That's a good start for St. Anthony. Good it's good. Anthony. And uh, so it's 37-24. 13-point lead. Hamer finally gets it across half court. And they're trapping him here. And uh, they get it off to Hamer. Hamer over the corner to Cornette. Out to Elamite. Steps into a three. No good. But Cornette's with a follow-up. And in. Two points for Logan Cornette. And it's 39-24 first field goal. Sahi another jumper is off and rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse turns around and trying to run the other way. Gets it into the front court. Is over to Hamer. Hamer steps up over to Elam on the left side. Trying to find Earhart in the post, but it was denied. Elam gets the screen and he'll dribble inside with a layup. It's good.
3: we Elam.
1: Two more points for Elam. And it's 41-24. Is it to Martelli. Martelli over to Firde. Now they have it to Westendorf. Westendorf over to Martelli. He's wide open for three. Can't get it to fall.
3: still.
2: Only one three for St.
1: Anthony tonight.
2: Yeah, he cannot not hit those threes at all.
1: And Elam gets it across half court. Elam holding on over to Earhart. Bayhard over to Hammer. Swings it over to Cornet Baseline, and they're going to be offensive foul. And also, Schmidt hit his head pretty hard on the floor there. He did. And so it's an offensive foul. And it's a big foul on Cornez That'll put four on him. Yeah.
2: Team six as well to have. Looks like Schmidt's all right. Kind of rubbing the back of his head there. But still have a nice few seconds here in the morning, but I'm sure he will. And so McManaway will
1: check in, and he's going to check in for Elon. And so they'll wipe up the perspiration and get that taken care of. And when we get back to action, it's the St. Anthony ball. Trail forty-one twenty-four 24 here. In the early stages of the final quarter, Martelli will hand off to a Brock Beardy free throw line jumper. Can't get it to fall, and rebounded by Eli Miller. Eli getting across the timeline, and Eli being closely guarded there by Steady. Now, Coleman is it right back to a Miller. Now over to McManaway. McManaway, there's going to be a foul as just after that he dribbled it off his leg. So. Fortunate for Alpha there.
2: Yeah, very good. St. Anthony
1: on the foul.
2: Christian Say with the foul there, his second team six. So one more on each team, we'll be doing the one and one. Yep, Schmidt will uh, take a seat.
1: I think Wessendorf returned on that last one as they inbound to McManaway, Tried to dump it to Coleman. He goes through his legs, but he gets control of it. And now he's over to McManaway. He's open for three, but he doesn't take it. Hands off to house instead. house picks it up, and he's going to travel. Nope, they're going to call a foul on
3: St. Anthony.
1: So uh, house lost his footing, but they're going to say it's because St. Anthony fouled him.
2: on number five. All in Westdorf, third, team seven. So Yarhouse will go to the line for one and one. Yep, one and one bonus.
1: And uh, so it's 41-24. Yarhouse at the line. A free throw is no good, but Earhart's there for the offensive rebound. His back is
10: good. for out
1: His first two points of the night, and it's 43-24. to 24. And it's going to be Westendorf. Westendorf puts it up, and he shot it around. Coleman is going to rebound rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to McMainaway. McManaway over to Eli Miller. Eli gets it over to yard. open for a three. It's a fall. And it's rebounded by Earhart, though. And it's going to be a loose fall. Diving on the floor, everybody. he comes away with it. he stops and pops. No good. And the rebound goes to Caney, though. And he had it knocked away by McManaway. And it's going to be out of bounds. And stays right here with St. Anthony. Hamer will take a seat, or Hamer will come back in. Eli Miller will take a seat, and of Earhart will get a breather as well as he gets a nice high five from Coach Nibri. There as Earhart's coming in the fourth quarter and had some good minutes with some good effort, definitely. And uh, so it'll be uh, inbounded there to Martelli. He'll hand off to Westendorf. Westendorf will get it off to Brock Day. Now back over to Wessendorf. Westendorf back to uh, Fierde. Now over to Martelli. Martelli here on the right side gives it back off to Wessendorf. 4.30 to go in the game. They swing it in the corner to say Sayyid will a little pump. He drives it. Had it. Lost it on the way up. But regains it. Left it short. The right in the hands of Brock Fierde. His layup is blocked from behind. And a call a
3: foul.
1: A foul on Kaden Miller.
2: Ooh. Second. And uh, so it'll
1: be uh, free throws for Brock Bearday.
2: Yep.
1: And uh, so uh, Bearday, free throw is good. 43-25, 4-22 to go here in uh, the championship game. And uh, second free throw is off, no good, and rebounded by Kaden Miller. He was fighting with Elam. It was the same team, guys. So it was one for two of the line on four. Day, and it's 43-25, and then the other way, they're going to get a blocking foul on St. Anthony. And so uh, Avery will go to the free throw line here again for one and one.
2: Fouls on number 25, Max Canning, his third, team ace. And so
1: Martelli will take a seat. Schmidt will come back in, and in our house will be shooting free throws. In our house, free throw up, and it's good. He'll so shoot another, and it makes it forty-four to twenty-five. Four twelve to go in the game. 19 a point lead for the Indians. Biggest of the night. Yarrow's second free throw is good and makes it a 20 point lead. 4.10 to go. Sayhe gets it over to Wessendorf. Wessendorf has that the free throw line over to Caney. Shot for three. No good still. Only one three has fallen for the Bulldogs. Rebounded by Coleman. Hammer will slowly walk it across the timeline. Hammer is over to Kata Miller. Now over to Hammer. Hammer over to Elam. Elam over to Kata Miller for three. Short. And it's going to be a foul. And it's going to be a foul on St. Anthony, I think. It's going to be away from the ball as well. And so Elam will be the one shooting free throws.
2: Rock Pierde his third, team's
3: ninth.
1: So Elam will be at the line for one and one. Free throw up, and it's no good. And it's tipped by Coleman, so it goes over to uh, St. Anthony. we will check in. And Earhart also will return as well. 20-point lead, a four-out mine, a 3.30 away from back-to-back championships in the NCC. Had to knock away and stolen away. Elam the other way. Lift is good for Dylan Elam. 47-25, 22-point lead for the Indians. And it's going to be stolen away by Hamer. Hamer tracks it down to the backcourt, and he backs it away to try to eat some clock as well. And so Hamer will still have it, and he's going to be a double dribble. be a turnover back to St. Anthony.
2: Coach Nibre, you didn't like the call.
1: And coach Cole grabs Coach Nibre. So it'll be an inbound for St. Anthony in front of that Altamont bench, and say he will have it. And there's going to be a offensive foul, illegal screen. On a Brock
2: Feer Day there. It's going to be Day's fourth.
1: And he picked up a couple of fouls here quickly, and then it'll uh, be a timeout. So it'll be a timeout. And it's a full, so we'll take a 30-second timeout. 22-point 22, 22 lead for Altamont, 47-25 lead. to go. We'll be back in 30. and listening out to Miami's basketball, Jack and Finn.
5: Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you, too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, Go Indians!
0: You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM.
1: Welcome back in the area to Altamont Community High School. Some fans are already starting to file for the exit, but that's on the St. Anthony side. Uh, no one's moved for Altamont as uh, they have the 47-25 lead, 254 to go. And uh, so Elam will inbound to Hamer. And Hammer will get it over in the corner to Yarhouse. Yarhouse will be trapped in the corner there. And there's going to be a, a timeout by Altman. As it was trapped in the corner. So it's going to be a, another timeout. And he must be have no 30-second timeouts left. So we'll take another 30, 47-25, your score. And we'll be back in 30 you listening to Indians basketball at Jack FN.
6: It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
0: This is Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
1: Welcome back in here to Altamont Community High School. Two or forty-four left to go into the game. Uh, Forty-seven to 25. As Altamont will keep the ball as uh, they had a uh, yardhouse trapped in the corner, and uh, he called the he calls a timeout. So. It'll be over to Hammer. Hammer will have it. He's trapped, double teamed over to Cornette. Cornette with a layup, had a block from behind by Schmidt, and it goes out of bounds, so it stays right here with Altima. And that's thought it'll be Hammer inbounding on the baseline. And Hammer. Looking for something to get into, and it's going to be a five second.
2: So it's going to be a,
1: a turnover to St. Anthony.
2: I'm on fourth turnover of the half. They have eight total for the game. It's going to be State here running across half court,
1: getting over to a Wessendorf. He hands off to a Schmidt. Schmidt layup splits the double team up and in for Schmidt. And it's 47-27, And Cornette quickly out of the way. He's gonna be uh, with a blocking foul on a Caney. They say is he split in there to try to take the charge, but it's gonna be an, a, a blocking foul there on back. Mark two four. And so uh, Cornette will go to the line for two. As we're also in the double bonus as well. And so we'll. Uh, Wipe up the perspiration, and Cornell will shoot free throws with twenty-point lead for Altamont right now. Two of seventeen to go. Two seventeen away from back-to-back NTC championships. Altamont hasn't done that since the first two tournaments of this existence. So significant there. Yes, it is. Cornette, free throw, is good. And it makes it 48-27. Earhart takes the seed and Coleman checks back in. Cornet. free throw, is good. Makes them both, two for two there and it's 49-27. 2 to go in the game. As it he getting across half court over to Westendorf. He drives baseline, puts it up, It's good for Colin Westendorf with the layup. And it's 49-29 back to 20. Elam over to Yarhouse. They break the pressure to Hamer. Now over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse is trapped over to Elam. Now Coleman. Coleman almost had it taken away but goes right in the hands of Hamer. He pump fakes and he backs to back out minute 40 to go. Right through the legs of Yarhouse. Whoop. Right through the wicket. And it'll be a turnover to St. Anthony.
2: Yep. Uh, Alamos, ninth turnover. Fifth turnover to half, ninth overall.
1: Day for three. Good.
2: And it was like, where was that earlier? I know, right?
1: And it's 49 to 32. He's got both their threes tonight. Yarhouse. Has it and he had it knocked away by Schmidt and it'll be out of bounds. Stays right here with Alphabon. Minute 24 to go. As Hamer will inbounds in front of the St. Anthony cheerleaders. And they'll get it in to Elam. Elam now over to a yard house in between the circles. And they'll call a foul on Westendorf there. And so Yarhouse will be back to the line shooting free throws. And Yarhouse Up and it goes. 11 points. For Yarhouse. at the free throw line for a second one up and it's good. Two for two there for yard outs, 51 to 32. And it's going to be Stay with the ball with a minute 10 to go. And it's going to be an offensive foul on
2: St. Anthony. And
1: it will be turning the ball back over to the Indians.
2: Fouls on Max Phoenix, This is fifth.
1: And it'll be uh, over to Altamon. A minute 11 to go, 51-32. And Elam will get it in uh, to uh, Yarhouse house over to uh, Cornette. Now uh, to Hammer. Hammer with Elam as uh, they're just going to play keep away here with a minute to go. And Altamon can feel it. Hopefully he can feel it. As it is going to be back-to-back NTC championships for the Altamont Indians. And their eighth tournament championship overall. we will get it over to Elam. Forty seconds left. Now to Hammer, and he uh, was trying to hit house and it's going to be a turnover to St. Anthony. So can't quite dribble out the clock.
2: Not quite.
1: No. So it'll be Stahey getting it over to Wessenorf. We have 30 seconds left. Wessenorf puts it up. Layup too strong. And it's rebounded by Yardhouse. And uh, Coach Niebuhr calls the timeout and calls a T.O. to get some of the bench players in. So uh, Nate Simkey will come in. Uh, Dayton Davis. We uh, also got uh, Keegan Schultz, Ben Radel. Alec Yardhouse in there. So a 24.8 left. New uh, five before the Indians. Radle will get it in for Simke with 20 seconds left. Simke will get it across half court. And uh, Simke will hold on to the basketball in a little bit of trouble. High pass, but it gets it down. Davis. As on left side, high pass for Nate Aligar out, tracks it down, and it's going to be over and back, and so it'll be a turnover to St. Anthony with 4.2 left. A couple of
2: late turnovers here by Altamont,
1: but
2: it yeah. uh, doesn't really matter. Oh.
0: And that'll do it! That.
1: Altamont back-to-back NTC tournament champion as the tribal council rushes the floor. Back to back for Altamont over Saint Anthony, 51 to 32. Your final score, 19 a point victory for Altamont. Eighth tournament championship for the Indians as well.
2: Coach Beaver he's trying to get the travel counts off the course so teams can shake hands. Shake
1: I saw Hammer, of course,
2: uh, didn't
1: want any part of rushing the floor, and he was the first one to shake
3: hands
1: with the uh, Bulldogs and go through the uh, line here, and it'll be a celebration in Altamont tonight. Definitely. Back-to-back tournament championships. Cutting the nets as well, and they'll be presented with a trophy, so the trophy ain't going anywhere. Still going to be... Display to here at Altamont Community High School, and uh, they got a pretty good spot for it because, well, probably not going to move from that uh, same spot. So uh, they'll present uh, St. Anthony with the uh, second-place plaque and will award Altamont with the uh, trophy as Mr. Van Stock there for South Central as he's the Repres- president or representative there for uh, South Central. i will be the one handing off the uh, trophy. And uh, there it is. As presented with the trophy, Altamont Indians, they get it again. NTC champions once again. And 51-32 uh, uh, is your final Altamont back-to-back tournament champion. And it'll also be uh, going to present uh, the all-tournament team as well be announced as well. And, hey, look at this. We have the all-tournament team all right here. So uh, we'll give it to you right here. It uh, looks like that, uh, from uh, St. Elmo-Brownstown and Baking It is Adam Atwood. We also have uh, from uh, South Central, Aiden Dotson, Quinn Richards uh, from uh, Nioga. We also have Austin Wittenberg from Wednesday's Two Straws. A couple players from North Clay, Alex Boones and Logan Fleener, Caleb Gephardt from Dietrich, Brian Schmidt from St. Anthony, and Brock Spearday from St. Anthony as well. And we have three players from Altamont as Eric Coleman, Dylan Elam, and Avery Yarhouse as well. And Avery gets the MVP. So there you go. All-tournament team uh, for uh, the NCC uh, this year uh, is another fine tournament capped off with maybe it was an anticlimactic championship after Altman scored the first 10 points of the game and then Anthony uh, clawed in there in the third quarter and uh, ultimately Altman comes away with another championship and We'll uh, be back, and we'll take a break here, and we'll get the uh, post-game stats, and we'll also visit with uh, Coach Niebury as well, catching up with the uh, winning coach as well after the All-Tournament Team uh, selection will are announced to uh, the capacity crowd, and so uh, we'll uh, be back in a, a few moments, and. We'll take a break and we'll be back to wrap it up and catch up with Coach Siever here himself. 51, a 32-year final. Altamont AO winner back-to-back NTC champions for 2023. 20, and we'll be back in a few minutes. We're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM.
6: We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont
4: Indians. 3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
3: George! George! What's wrong, George? Uh, the Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Oh, Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie! What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Mm. Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George!
0: This winter... Make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero.
6: It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
7: And our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local country financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like.
8: Cook what you want, when you want it, with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 and on North Main Street in Altamont and 400
4: North Keller Drive in Effingham. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
5: Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you, too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians.
6: It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
7: And our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local country financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618 483 5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like.
8: Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry, delicious baked goods with the help of convection, and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit a Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 and North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
0: This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM.
2: And welcome back to Alamont High School as they are down on the floor taking pictures. This is the Alamont uh, championship, championship team as they have won the 2023 and the 87th annual NTC Conference tournament. They won back-to-back, back-to-back tournaments. Like Travis mentioned earlier, first time they won uh, back-to-back tournaments since the uh, tournament started back in, uh, I believe it was 19... 19- 1935. Yeah, they won. Alabama won back-to-back tournaments, and then they've won tournaments since then, but uh, never, never anything back-to-back. All right, that's fine. As uh, Coach Niebrugge has made his way up here already, and uh, Travis is down there taking pictures. We'll uh, we'll get Coach Niebrugge on on here on here for you real quick and uh, see what he has to say. All
1: right, we'll get Coach saddled up here on the headsets and untangled from everybody. <laughs> and Coach, congratulations on on the win and another championship there. And yeah, I don't think I've been more excited to tell you congratulations after. Yeah, after I'll, that one,
10: that was a good win. Um, obviously, uh, what a what an atmosphere. Um, I'm I'm drained. The boys executed to a T tee all night long. Defense was on point. I mean. As saying, he puts five scores out there and holds them to 32. Is, this is a compliment to our defense. Um, you know, Coach Rinker always has good stuff, and uh, we just kind of took them out where they wanted to run.
1: And uh, you started off the game uh, fabulously as uh, you got the first. I think it was the ten, first 10 points yep. uh, of the game, so uh, that was huge. We knew that it was going to be uh, uh, emotions were going to be high with the championship atmosphere and. Uh, yeah, you got it going early, and uh, first ten points went to you. Yeah, it wasn't
10: wasn't uh, a fast ten points. No, it was not. No. <laughs> it was kind of a grind it out. Yeah. You know, uh, we didn't. Our break wasn't great tonight. Honestly, we didn't get a lot out of it. But you know, uh, we did a good job attacking. I think Dylan Dylan got a couple buckets there in the beginning. Eric got some offensive rebounds, and uh, you know, and Jared got Jared got to the basket again a few times. Um, you know. We think our guys, we work on one-on-one stuff, and we think our guys are really good at you know, penetrating, breaking someone down, and then, then reading, reading something after that. So uh, to get out like that, I, that's not what I expected. I kind of wanted to, when we were talking with the coaches, we wanted to be within four to start the game. And I think we would have a chance. But to get out like that and just kind of hold the lead, um, it's a testament to our guys and what they were ready for.
1: I, uh, and uh, they did start to come back uh, a little bit. I don't remember exactly what they got it uh, down to. Uh, but, you know, I was, we were here last night and we saw that uh, St. Anthony, uh, they uh, fell down early on and they called a couple of timeouts. I kind of got them going again. And that never really uh, happened this, this time around as, uh, you know, it just kept it, kept it going throughout the, the entire game. It was pretty uh, – you were pretty much in control for minus, uh, maybe a couple yeah. of minutes yeah the, the second quarter was kind of a wash
10: again yeah. uh, kind of like last, you know last night and uh, the third quarter you know coming out of halftime we give up a four-point play yep. basically we get an and1 and then they get an offense and I think it got it down to uh, four yeah I think it was 1915 and uh yep, you know then right. we went on a little bit of run there right right again we got I don't know if it was eight0 or 100 but we kind of stretched it back out but uh yeah I drew I drew it up perfectly coming out of halftime again apparently <laughs> And yeah, you know, we just—I don't know if that's their bugaboo or what—but uh, credit to credit to the boys not to not to let down, not to let uh, you know
1: the tightness get to them in this atmosphere and, and keep playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also in the, the fourth quarter as well, training uh, Earhart uh, given uh, the effort, and uh, I think there was uh, that one uh, free throw. I think Avery was at the line, and then Earhart got the oh, rebound yeah, and they yeah. keep it alive, and uh, that was huge to. Keep that uh, possession alive there, and he had a great fourth quarter uh, with the effort. Yeah, we, we, we. He didn't start tonight. It wasn't a demotion. It was
10: more of us wanting to run something that we ran all year with four four wings in a post rather than sure. two posts. Uh, we thought we were stagnant against Dietrich a little bit. Um, and of used to coming off the bench being the first post, so it wasn't like a. It wasn't a demotion. It was more like, all right, let's get back into our role a little bit uh, that, that we've kind of been used to. And man, yeah, he had two offensive rebounds in about a 30-second span that were yep. that were instrumental. I mean, it was okay. We they, they could have gotten a stop and came back and scored, and it would have been a closer. But uh, kind of never quit. We challenged him. We challenged him a little bit this week, and he answered.
1: And also, there was a huge steal as well. I think uh, Hammer got that, and uh, the crowd pretty much uh, came came unglued at that point with that uh, Hammer layup there. Mm-hmm. Dylan had a Dylan had
10: a layup, and then Hammer got the tip yep. and steal, uh, and I wish he would have went and scored, but he, he kind of backed it out. But uh, right. he, uh, th- those two plays kind of exemplify. We talked about at halftime. I thought our on-ball defense was really good, but our off-ball wasn't very good. So we tried to, I challenged him said, hey, go read a pass. Go go get the help side, and then when your man moves to the top of the key, maybe go sniff that out a little bit. And both those boys did that to
1: see And like you said, defense was on point uh, here tonight. And they expect? You expect, you expect this, yeah. A twenty point lead I don't expect on, to be standing uh, by twenty points, and <laughs> ever, not, not every year ever, you beat. Ever. You not ever beat, yeah, not you every are, year
10: you beat Saint Anthony by that score. They're, they're too good. Cody's too good yeah. of a coach. They're, they're too well. They're well coached. They're well skilled. Um, you know, we don't expect that. We don't expect that later in the year if we see them again. You know, sure. Uh, we, you know, even like last year, we beat them here and then they got us. You know, so um, they're, they're going to come back. We, 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 we talked about with the coaches, it's kind of a feel-out game. Both teams are kind of feeling each other out, see what we're going to get tonight, and then I know we might see them two more times down the road, you know, regional or sectional. You know. yep. So, uh, yeah, you don't expect this. Uh, <laughs> some of the games we've won, you know, going away is not is not typical of how good these teams are, right. especially Sandy, North Clay, and Diedrich. Right? Right. We're just, they're just good teams. Exactly.
1: And also uh, three players making the all-tournament team uh, for. The Indians, uh, Eric Coleman, Dylan Elam, and the uh, tournament MVP of uh, Avery Arhouse uh, as well. So, uh, collecting some hardware there at Sessor uh, and uh, some more all-tournament honors uh, tonight as
10: well. In yeah. And the Arhouse with the MVP. It, uh, we, coaches, we were like, we didn't know who was going to get exactly, it. Exactly, uh, yeah. We were,
1: first, uh, we said Eric, anybody. and then he
10: got called out. And then, then we were like, oh, we didn't get anybody. We didn't anybody. Couldn't get the MVP. And then uh, Avery, you know, he just he, he's playing well. He's pretty consistent kid. Um You know, he can score, but his defense has really, really, really stepped up this year, and I'm proud of him for that. Um, You know, just another line in that yardhouse. You get get Aiden and you get Avery, so um, Mm -hmm. it's it's, it's, it's nice to have that that relationship there. So, um, yeah, we're proud of – who was the third one? I can't think off the top of my head. Uh, uh, Alex? uh, Who was – or Dylan. Dylan. Dylan Uh, Dylan could have played well. Well, Alex yardhouse, but Dylan, the third guy on the tournament, he, you know, he, his instrumental all-tournament, too, we thought he might got the MVP as a junior. So it, it could have been any of the three. That's, our, that's That's what I think of our team. You know what I mean? That's, that's, we're, we're a team. We are, we are a prototypical team, and I love these guys so much.
1: And you keep uh, checking off the, the goals list yeah, as yeah. we go along. You have the assessor championship. You check that off. You had a big matchup that was highly anticipated in North Clay. You beat them, check that off. You had the number one overall seed in this tournament. And then he defended uh, the tournament crown as well, and another goal checked off of the tournament championship. So uh, you just keep uh, going on to this, and I know you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. But is it on Monday? Is it on to the next?
10: Yeah, it is. I mean, we got one practice to Florida. Florida just dismantled North Clay. I know North Clay was—I don't say dismantled. I don't mean that in a bad way. No. It, was, it got it got out of hand, but you know they were missing some kids, obviously. Um, but is they are a good two A, well-coached team with Coach Lee. So it's on to the next. Uh, we'll enjoy this for sure. This is going to be—you know—tonight, tomorrow. Um, boys, six to my spats. I'll text a few of them, see how they're feeling, uh, and then we'll come back uh, on Monday and get after it, man. Just—you just, know—we got four more NTC games that we got to—we got to shore up. I'm not sure if I've ever won the NTC conference uh, regular season outright. Um, so I, I kind of told the boys so. that this year. Uh, it would be kind of a, another uh, another one of our goals. But uh, it's game by game, and these boys just keep churning out wins and turning out the, uh, in, in, impressive results. Yeah. Uh, they, they're, they're just they're just a fun group.
1: The streak continues. I don't know if you'll ever wear yep. a suit. I don't know. I, don't know.
10: <laughs> I got some texts. I didn't know. What they, did. they were like, what are you wearing? I just, you got to dust off the suit. And I was like, ah, I am I know. torn. I'm like, you I'm, and my control. wife wouldn't let me. Yeah, She said, no, you're not wearing a suit. And I said, okay, all I right. Agree. We'll, we'll, well, coaches will dress up as, as the same. So, yeah, I, I hope I don't have to wear a suit the rest of the year. That'd be great. Well, back-to-back
1: NTC a Tournament Champions. I appreciate sound? it. Sounds great. Sounds <laughs> great. Sounds awesome. <laughs> well, Coach, we'll let you go and enjoy right. that. Appreciate it. And Thanks. We'll talk to you again right. on Tuesday. Thank you again, guys. Big congratulations to the Altamont Indians and Coach there sure. uh, therefore, joining us into the, the game of back-to-back Tournament Champions for the indians and uh they win this one 51 to 32 over uh saint anthony and everyone uh, all the parents and other media getting uh, pictures as well went down there and got a uh, snagged a few as well everyone taking some uh, photos with the trophy and uh, everything and just enjoy this one uh tonight and it's on to flora on tuesday uh there so uh, that's when we'll uh, be uh, back in action here against uh, uh, road games. A lot of road games coming up uh, here on the next stretch for uh, both the uh, Lady Indians and the uh, boys team as well. So, overall, great night. And you uh, can't be disappointed or you have to be happy with a performance like that against uh, Bulldogs. Not every year can you win a championship against uh, St. Anthony like that.
2: No, you can't. You, you definitely can, and yeah, you definitely gotta be excited for the point, you know, a performance like that, you know, only holding to three points in the first quarter, 11 points in the first half, you know, I mean, that's the, uh, you know, that's an accomplishment in, in itself right there, and any, any I mean, any time you can beat Stan's the period in regular season tournament or, you know, it's just really special, you know, doing the NTC tournament, especially in the, in the championship game, um, but, uh, I mean, St. Anthony, you know, St. Anthony did did play play a good game tonight as well. I was giving them a hard time about their three-point shooting, how they were two for 16 from three. But guess what, Travis? Alabama was also two for 16 from three-point range as well. So both teams shot the same from uh, three-point range. Uh, St. Anthony was 9 of 28 from field goal range for 32%. And they were 8 for 13 from the free throw line or 61, uh, excuse me, 62%. Alamont was 13 and 27 from the field, 48%. And they were 17 to 24 from the free throw line, uh, 71%. Avery uh, Yarhouse, the UVP of the tournament, he was 8 for 9 from the free throw line. So if you're definitely going to you know, beat St. Anthony, you know, beat, beat him at the you know, if you can't beat them. You know, you can't beat them in the field. Beat them on the free throw line. You know, so uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's that's what that's what that's what Altamont did. And their defense, their defense played great. And everybody, I just feel like this Altamont team is is deep. And anybody, anybody on any night, you know, come out. and, You know, if one person's having a bad performance, it seems like somebody else steps up. And you know, has a as a a great performance. You know, if uh somebody else doesn't, so let's go ahead and take a look at some numbers here for Alamont. First for uh for Jared Hammer, he was 3 for 5, 3 for 5 from the field and 0 for 1 from three-point range. Uh 2 for 3 from the free throw line. eli Miller, 1 for 2 from the field and he was also 1 for 2 from three-point range. Dylan elam uh 5 for 9 from the field and 0 for 4 from three-point range and one for five from the free throw line. Avery Yardhouse was 0 for one from the field and one for six from the three-point range. And he was also 8 for nine, like I said, from the free throw line. Aiden uh, McManway played but did not score. Uh, Logan Cornette was 1 for five from the field and 0 for one from three-point range. And he was 4 for four from the free throw line. Conan kind of Earhart 1 for one. From field uh, with two points. Eric Coleman, two for three from the field and one, two of three from the free throw line with six points. Caden Miller was uh, one and one from the field and 0 for two from three-point range. Caden Miller had two. Eric Coleman was six. Tanya Earhart had two. Logan Cornette had six. Avery Yardhouse and Dylan Elam uh, both led the way with 11 points each for Altamont. Jared Hammer had eight total of 51. And for St. Anthony, Michael Martelli, he uh, had nine points. He was, obviously, he didn't, he didn't have any points. He was 0 for 1 from the field and 0 for 2 from three-point range. Griffin Say, he had nine points. He was 1 for 7 from the field, 2 for 2 from three-point range. But St. Anthony's only two three-pointers tonight and 1 for 2 from the free-throw line. Max Koenig was 1 for 3 from the field and 0 for 3 from 3-point range, 1 for 2 from the free throw line. Nick Ruhaw is 0 for 1 from 3-point range. Colin Westendorf, 2 for 7 from the field and 0 for 3 from 3-point range and 3 for 4 from the free throw line. Brock Bearday, 3 for 6 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3-point range and 1 for 3 from the free throw line with 7 points. Colin Westendorf had 7, Max Koenig had 3. And Ryan Schmidt was 2-4 for four from the field, 0-1 from three-point range to 2-2 two for two from the free-throw line. Four, six points for the total of 32 as Alamont wins back-to-back titles for the first time since the inauguration of the conference tournament all the way back in 1935 and 1936. So uh, definitely, I mean, they've won championships in between there, but nothing, nothing back-to-back, so... A long time coming for that, but uh, you know I just want they they win this. They're uh, now nineteen three on the season, and uh, they'll definitely soak you know soak this victory in tonight and tomorrow, and then I'm sure Coach Heery and Coach School have them you know practicing and getting ready for, for floor on Tuesday, and uh, they continue you know continue the path towards the uh, towards the postseason, and uh, so far they're just. Me, Travis. I don't know how you feel, but to me, they're just having a special, special season. Yeah. And uh, you know, nineteen three, 3 Like I said before the game, I don't, you know, 14. I know I, I know I've that good teams in the past, but I can't remember, you know, record-wise, them having a team this good in in, in recent memory. So uh,
1: it's like they keep talking about, of uh, you know, you never know who's going to make the all-tournament teams everywhere because uh, they you don't know because everyone's pretty uh, solid. And they're from one through nine there. And uh, yeah, I feel it too. It's definitely a special run that Altima is currently on. And, you know, they're not done yet. And still that other regular season conference title is uh, still another goal that they want to accomplish for Sagan Yoga, St. Omo, uh, Winston Straws, and St. Anthony in the regular season to go as well. So, you know, go drinker and say anything while we'll want another shot. At the Indians at the I believe that game's at the endless Center I believe but I'd have to double check on the uh, schedule and also 14 game winning streak for the Indians as well as like you said 19 and three San now 17 and nine on of the season and Altamont back in action in the Flora and we'll have coverage for you right here on uh, Jack FM that pretty much does it and I'll close it out for a, another uh, fabulous NTC uh, tournament. And uh, thanks to everybody here at Altamont for uh, putting on people in the hospitality room, all the uh, people that take the tickets and uh, everything, and uh, just everyone that kind of helps put this one together. As, uh, it's another successful uh, run. I know maybe the margin of victory and maybe not what some fans uh, wanted, I wanted maybe a little closer, closer game, but it did get down to three or four there. Uh, but I was really all always close there at the uh, third quarter, second half. So uh, thanks to everybody uh, for our, the hospitality and uh, whatnot. And uh, thank you to uh, Derek back in the studio for helping us get in on and off the air tonight. And uh, we uh, will talk to you again on a Tuesday. And thanks to Dominic for joining me here with the tournament as well. And uh, enjoy this one, Altamont. Celebrate it, Altamont, but stay uh, safe tonight. And uh, we will turn things back over to Jack Evan playing the music that we want here. So uh, that wraps it up from the, the NTC Championship game, 51-32, your final Altamont A-O winner. This is Travis Sparks saying stay safe and celebrate back-to-back tournament championships for Altamont. We will talk to you again on Tuesday, and have a great night, everybody.
0: This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.